0: The donut bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to Facebook.com slash Highway. That's facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-I and mention I sent you. Where are you in you don't oh you you don't know whether you're on the left side or the right side of the screen, right?
1: Yeah, no I don't.
0: <laughs> it just shows I was going to say I was going to throw a temper tantrum because I you know of what side I was going on I was going to delete all my Instagram posts and uh and un- unfollow the Steelers or something because because I was so so unhappy about I didn't get my my way or something like that.
1: <laughs>
0: um gosh, I I I don't I uh, could you imagine you your your dream is to become a journalist in sports? I don't know. I would love that job. I would love to I would love to be like this will be a, a reporter covering the team um and have that be my full-time job. And your job involves checking athletes whether they followed or unfollowed a certain accounts and if they liked or unliked certain posts or something like that. Like like I I I just can't believe this is a thing. This is a thing that we have to worry about. Is oh no, George Pickens what if he he deleted his Instagram posts? One thing that, that surprised me about that is if you're on Instagram, I think you have to, like, go to each post and delete it. I don't think you could just, like, mass delete stuff. So he had to go to no. every single post as I select, delete, select, delete. Like, like that, that, if you have a lot of posts, that could take hours.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, it, it does kill me. Like, you kind of came out with it right away on your Twitter field, too, about you know, oh, no, he unfollowed us, and we, we go crazy, and yeah, Tallman kind of took as much as Tallman would do. He took a shot today. Hey, it's a pebble in my shoe. Really doesn't matter. And, and honestly, I can't imagine whoever asked the question. I mean, you got you to gotta ask the question. I understand the job. Um, but, like, the last thing he's worried about right now is what that guy's doing on social media. Unless he's buck naked, you know, or right. – um, Taking off um, his clothes
0: and, and dancing like, like like Antonio Brown did.
1: <laughs> right. Or like, you know, uh, throwing fries at somebody at McDonald's. I, I mean, <laughs> and getting arrested. I mean, I don't think Mike Tomlin really concerns himself too much with what goes on.
0: Uh, and the, I, the the funny thing is, um, if it was the NBA, if the NBA is like, if an NBA player is slightly unhappy they request a trade and like they're traded immediately. If an NFL player is unhappy, it doesn't matter. It's like, Oh, too bad. Go, go do your job, bro. Especially if you're on a rookie contract.
1: Right. I, I think it's like, we have Antonio Brown itis because, you know, Antonio gave us so many good years of uh ridiculous, insane crap. And he still continues to do so that anytime, you know, th- these guys do, they got caught up with what everything Juju did there for a while. And, yeah, honestly, it's getting a little old. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, players are going to say stuff uh, on Twitter. You know, I mean, uh, I thought if there was anything interesting, you know, when Pat Narduzzi kind of threw the players under the bus a little bit a few weeks ago, you know, they came to Twitter and, and they didn't say a lot other than, you know, kind of disappointed or whatever, just little things here and there. But, you know, that to me is a little bit more one-on-one reaction when players are reacting to a coach and kind of calling them out there. But, he had to answer for that, but I mean, other than this other stuff, you know, I don't, I don't think Mike Tomlin uh, really concerns himself with who Antonio or who uh, Antonio Brown, who, uh, who, uh, you know, Pickens is really following and unfollowing on, on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever it is.
0: And then, like a couple days after he did all that, George Pickens said, "I that that wasn't about football. That was about something else. Like somebody had a." Somebody had a great lie. It's like, so when you posted free me, does that, was does that mean out of your, out of your cheese of the month club contract or something? Or what did, did he have, Um, did he get that Columbia records uh, by 12 um, records for the price of $1? <laughs> yeah, Columbia
1: house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For 10 cents, you get 20 CDs. Yep. Oh yeah. I got, so yeah, I CDs always like, that thing. you know, when we get to adulthood and we're kind of transitioning to. The fact that you know maybe we left our single male studio apartments so and now you're married and you're going through your cd collection you're like why the hell did i buy the simply red album oh i guess i paid 5.99 for that goddamn 20 cd right right simply red you know a new flame big album I, there <laughs>
0: i still <laughs> right. have all my cds and if i could what 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 was this what what, what was i think yeah what <laughs> why do i have why do i have these yeah yeah, especially from the '80s and '90s. My goodness! Right? If
1: I remember right, like it got a little more advanced. You used to like check it with a box, but for a while, remember like it came and you had to. They had to, like the little stamps, or like about the size of your thumbnail, and you would like pull each stamp on it, put it on the. On oh the yeah. Thing and send it back in, and yeah, that was. Uh, those were the good old days, man. Now you can't even find a Sam Goody or a record mark. Yeah, now record now forget
0: or... about it. Forget it. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why, like, if you have CDs, you need to keep them because they just don't make up. They, they literally don't don't even I don't even think they, they make them anymore. So but what they don't also make is quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett, who are absolutely horrible for three quarters and then awesome for one quarter. And, then, and 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 Tomlin was asking about that. He's you know someone said well, Kenny's been awful for for three quarters. He's like, yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're, let's talk about that that last quarter. Like, I I, I somebody had a great uh, post uh, the other day that yeah, Kenny Pickett's awesome, but also the defense is holding the other teams to like you know, under 17 points this whole time. So it allows Kenny to be awesome for that, for that final quarter and and, and do something. But it's just, I, you know, I've said so many times, it's not sustainable, but they keep doing it. So maybe it is, I don't know.
1: It's, it's, it's both fun and infuriating. Cause I mean, can we really sit here tonight or, or the last couple of nights and bitch too much right They're They're five and three. They're in the playoffs right now at the end of today. I know it's only, we're at the, basically almost the halfway point. So first half of the season, not bad. Um, Five and three, they're ranked 28th offensively, 11th defensively, almost top 10 defense and a bottom five offense. But yet here they are uh, where you want them to be. And this is where I had them. I thought they would be a better five and three team. Like when I look at some of the other five and three teams, I feel like they're still a little better than we are, maybe because of the offensive output, whatever it may be. But And and we one thing we definitely got right to this point, not to pat ourselves on the back. Every team from this conference or the AFC North would be in the playoffs right now. All four teams. You know, and we talked about that. And you look at that five and three record, Joe, and two of those wins are against division opponents, you know. So if they keep finding ways to beat the Ravens and the Browns and the Bengals, who knows? You know, they're they're not gonna sneak in, they're gonna be in.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. Baltimore 7 and 2 and then every other team is 5 and 3. This isn't a, this isn't a situation where every team is like kind of over 500. They're two games over 500 halfway through the season. That is very impressive. And yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see how how things uh shake out, but
1: I don't yeah. know. I mean, I you know, that Titans game was kind of in a microcosm of what the season's about. They they kind of Will Levis looked pretty good, but not good enough. Where the defense made him or kept him at bay to not really be a huge factor. Not like the week prior where he had four touchdowns and and whatnot. In fact, uh, their total offensive output was 340 yards, and the Steelers was 326 yards. So right there, in line with, you know, kind of offensively the same that the Titans did. But the difference really in that game was was the defense and and Kenny Pickett in the fourth quarter. Um, and yeah, I know Kenny Pickett in the fourth quarter is great. I just – all I'm asking. I'm not poo-pooing on Kenny Pickett necessarily, Kenny Pickett fans. I'm just asking, give us two of those quarters. Give, a, give us a whole damn game of Kenny Pickett in the fourth quarter, and we're going to be really hard to beat. Um, well,
0: this time we got fourth quarter Kenny and the opening drive, so, so <laughs> right. we got bookends now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think all of us uh, Steeler guys, or whatever you want to call us, fans, media, podcasters, whatever. Um, that first opening drive, everybody was like at Christmas Day, like, "Oh my God, they scored on the first drive!" Like, <laughs> you know what I thought
0: when when I heard the Steelers won the toss and they elected to receive? I almost, I almost shut the game off right. There. I was like, "What are we doing? Oh my God, we're, we lost already." Everybody my was god
1: gone. another three and out dear god right yeah well it's like <laughs> five three and outs before we get going but yeah yeah, yeah yeah um i don't know and you know i i have to say at first i kind of thought i was kind of stupid but i guess i was wrong uh having matt canada on the sidelines seemed to make a difference you know mike tallman has come out and said he will be there uh for the upcoming game against green bay so who knows you know um were they phenomenal? No. But he called a good game. He didn't call a great game, but it was a good game. Um, and and here we are, five and three.
0: One thing I don't understand is when uh when Matt Canada is up in the booth, who is he talking to? Obviously, he's talking. I'm sure he's talking to Tomlin. I'm sure he's talking, I don't know if he talks to all the other coaches. Uh, I'm sure, man. I, I assume he's talking to Pickett. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who he talks to. But when he's down on the field, he could talk to everybody. This is like this is like the difference between working from home and working in the office. When you're in the <laughs> office, you could talk to other people and and you know and 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 have conversations and stuff. And you know, be you know, uh, when you're when you're working from home, you could just message each other on on Teams or Slack or whatever. I don't know. It does seem like a whole other dynamic, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Now, one thing I heard was when Kenny Pickett was a was at Pitt, he really liked that the offense coordinator was down on the field with him. So maybe, yeah. maybe this was a, a thing. I thought it was. This is just my guess that they kept asking him hey you should come down on the field he's like no 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 i'd rather be in the booth it's like you know bro you don't have a you don't you, yeah. you have you have no no leg to stand on here you barely have a job so uh why don't you why don't you get down on the field here buddy
1: right if, if they ask you to wear you know one of those giant shark costumes <laughs> right? You you're gonna it. do it whatever, whatever it may be you you need to try but no and i don't i don't know the stats to say what's normal not normal but i'll, I'll One of the guys I I kind of follow, a guy I wish we had, and I I think I'm pretty sure you'll see as a head coach next year. You know, Eric Bieniemy is doing pretty good with a with a a Washington Commanders offense that's eh, but he's getting a lot out of them. You know, all his years with the Chiefs, he's right there in the sidelines, right right next to uh, you know Andy Reid. I think yeah, it needed something happened, and I'm not saying that that definitively made a difference, but I I think it did. Uh, So we'll see if that continues to go this way against the Green Bay team that um is beatable so again we said that about the Titans it's a beatable game do I think Steelers are gonna win I don't know what's what Steelers team's gonna show up this Packers offense I don't think is as talented as the Titans offense so I'm thinking the Steelers have a very good shot at beating Green Bay
0: we all thought you know or we're all debating is Kenny Pickett actually the guy and that's that's a legitimate debate, but they're also saying the same thing in Green Bay. Like, is Jordan love the guy? You know, we had our little succession plan. We went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Okay, ready for the next guy to go play another sixteen years? Yeah. Ha ha ha! Like, uh, there's only one little component of that. The guy has, actually has to be good. So right. we we'll, don't yeah. we'll, we don't know. It's it's. It been feels a, like
1: Jordan Love's been there for eleven years, but yeah, I mean, he kind of
0: has. Yeah, <laughs> I think Kenny
1: Pickett has a higher pedigree and is a better quarterback, but you know, it's we'll see. I think the other thing too is, uh, okay, so it, it, we we kind of downplayed how big was George Pickens' media stuff. Okay, so you downplayed, but there is also that flip side that there is something there. You know, I mean, he only had one catch uh, Thursday. It, it's obviously not clicking. That Where that Kenny and Ke- uh, the Pickett and Pickens matchup or Magic was doesn't seem to be there right now. And I don't know. I don't want to place the blame, Joe. But it seems like I think it's a little bit more on Pickens right now, the attitude and the frustration. And when you're like that, how can you focus?
0: Okay. Okay. Now, one thing I did here, I, you can kind of see it in plays. When the play isn't going to Pickens, he kind of takes it off. He makes it very obvious that he's not the target. You can't do that, dude. No, you you gotta. You got part of being a teammate, part of being part of the team is you gotta be there all the time, even when it's not coming to you. And that's, I mean, okay, you know, we were all 21 at one point. We were, you know, none of us were, you know, perfectly mature or something like that. But you gotta be more mature than that.
1: Yeah, and he oh, had a track record as a Georgia, but, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to be old school yinzer here, but, you know, I always remember, and I, I had a chance, we, we talked about this, I think, a few years ago in your, or last year at some point in your podcast, uh, I had a good chance to work with Franco Harris um, a lot through some Penn State uh, engagements and alumni fundraisers and stuff, and uh, you know, enough to say, hey, Franco, and hey, Darren, and, and it was a good thing, and, um, but Franco always talked about you know, for the immaculate reception, it was he remembered go to the ball. It was something that was instilled by him at Penn State by Joe Paterno and the staff there. And had Franco given up exactly. What if what if Franco took the playoff? That would have never right. happened. He didn't take the playoff. He went to the ball, you know, so to speak, and and look what happened. And I'm not saying that any of these plays were the immaculate reception or but yeah, man, you can't take the, the ball off. I agree. The attitude's awful. Um, and, and you know, you're just not helping yourself, and you're not helping the team. And right now, Kenny Pickett needs as much help as he can get. And I'm not saying that because he's, you know, anything he's doing wrong. But, hey, if he's going to catch fire, be there with him. Either get in with him or get the hell out. I mean, find get Allen Robinson. I don't know what it is. But right now, if you're going to start turning and Kenny's starting to look like he might be picking things up a little bit better, Uh, things might be coming together for him. Because Broderick Jones had a great game Thursday. Uh, So protection's been a little better. Uh, You know, Kenny needs that, too. But Broderick Jones looked fantastic on Thursday, and he's starting to look like, you know, these last few games, like the first-round pick, he was worth getting.
0: So that was the other big thing that happened before the game that that Broderick Jones was going to start. And we found out it wasn't because of injury to Chooks. It was because he did something. I don't know what. What 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 I don't know what terrible crime Jukes and for, but but to me
1: it feels like Wally Pip taking a day off and Lou Gehrig coming in. I mean, you know, he can't run. The, I mean, Jukes just can't run the trap like like Broderick Jones can, and I'm not saying you know Jukes is whatever. It's just when you are in that kind of a, a stratosphere, like you kind of look like a professional wrestler with shoulder pads going out there and you've got speed. You can run that trap better and he can just do it better. Um, and I think a lot of people are, are missing the fact that in, in the, as crappy as we've been on the offensive line, guess what? Zero sacks allowed uh, Thursday, you know, zero sacks allowed. Moving zero in the right direction.
0: And the running game looked much better.
1: <laughs> Given Harris, Najee, 16 carries, 69 yards. Uh, look, looked nice. Look nice. I thought, I thought, I would love to see that kid get like 130 yards and two touchdowns. I would be over the moon.
0: I would love, I would love if they just, and I know that's what they want to do is just have that strong running game. Uh, Now, another thing I've heard is that, that Matt Canada actually deserves a lot of praise because in the Titans game, he did a lot of things that are the, not the opposite of what they were doing, but, but they were not the same tem- tendencies. They weren't so predictable. They were running from like the, the, uh, like the, not the shotgun formation, but they were running from different formations. They were trying different things. And, um, I, I think, unfortunately, I think part of the game plan was, okay, George Pickens is being doubled. He's getting all the attention and rightfully so. Well, that opens it up for Deontay and Allen Robinson and and Hayward and and the running Darnell backs and Washington. stuff like that. Darnell Washington Woo! got a catch for God's sake! That was my goodness. We both when we saw like, that we were like, "Oh my God, I it even happened!" You. I was
1: like, yeah. "Joe, like we did it, we did it, we did it, <laughs> we did it." <laughs> we did what, it one, but, I
0: mean, what what did he um, get? One catch? Yeah, yeah one catch. <laughs> <One> catch. Yeah, <laughs> target. What's that?
1: I'm ex- fully expecting two on Sunday. Oh Thursday. boy. Oh boy. <laughs> the but, ground
0: might open up if that happens.
1: No, the stats kind of prove you're right there, Joe. I mean, they went six for 12, 50% conversion on third down, uh, where the defense held the Titans to three at 13, you know, so that's a nice balance. Now, uh, maybe the Steelers convert two or three more of those and go nine for 12 or, or eight for 12. You're looking at maybe a higher score. Maybe it's 23 to 10, whatever it would have been. But, um, yeah you know hey if they're gonna limp along and keep winning games okay if we're looking at this at you know a week or two before christmas and they're sitting there at seven and three or or six and four or seven and four whatever it may be um i'm still gonna be fairly happy at this point yeah yeah
0: and and if you if if people say well they're not really good i mean who'd they beat um they beat the Ravens who are really good. They beat the the, the Browns who are pretty good and they, and yeah. there's a division foes. So it's not like they don't have any quality wins. It's not like it's all against uh, the Rams or, or something.
1: <laughs> right. um, boy, how would suck having to play the Rams every week. Um, I, I tell you though, the Bengals are hot right now. I think the Bengals are the hottest team uh, in the division right now. Um, they, they're looking tough, Joe. So, yeah, you know, they got their work cut out for them. And, um, but I, from what I saw Thursday against the Titans team, it's, it's been, you know, on the rise. They did pretty good. Uh, definitely, I'd give them a, a B plus overall. I mean, you know, um, maybe even higher grade if they scored a little bit more, did this or that. But yeah, overall, not bad. And again, it's not what you and I have been asking for. We still would love to see that 35 to 10, 38 to 14, kind of yeah. a convincing win. And we just yeah. haven't gotten that yet. And man, when we do, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, just a just a game where it, you're just pounding it down their throats and the, that's you know imposing their will, matriculating down the field and just yeah, just just making it easy so that the defense doesn't have to do all kinds of heroics to stay in the game because yeah. hey yeah, they won but they almost lost that. Will Levis almost yeah. almost did it. Unbelievable. My goodness, yeah. did he look good, man?
1: Um, and I think that's where you get some of the other stuff too. Like, I get it. Uh, CJ Stroud looked phenomenal, he's progressing faster than Kenny Pickett. Uh, Will Levis in two games, mind you, is progressing pretty quickly. And you know, I think that's the thing. It's like, well, we we like Kenny, we want him to do better, but he's not, so we're kind of pissed. Or, or you know, the other uh, idiots that are like they hate and they're just hating on Kenny to hate on him. Which you're stupid if you're doing that, but um, no, you know, uh, hey, you're right. Let's if I can, if we can see a couple Kenny Will Levis type games, man, this team could be really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, but I, and- I, you know, a couple things too that need to come into play that I was I didn't Pickens Pickens has got to come around. Uh, I don't know if someone needs to have a talk with him. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, and the penalties, granted, the refereeing was not great. I mean, actually, officiating. Across oh, the my God, it was horrible. oh so bad. Hey, they had 10 penalties for 80 yards. You, you can't – you're not going to come back around and beat the Ravens or the Browns or, or the Bengals if you got 10 penalties. It's, it's not going to happen. We don't have the offense right now to overcome that. So uh, we kind of got lucky in that department, but they got to curb the penalties.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. One more thing about Pickens, uh, you know, some of the people were saying – you know he's he's kind of right. <laughs> he has a point. I mean, but st- but still, yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna complain on a game where you only got two targets, one of those targets was a touchdown that he screwed up. Yep. He he, I don't know what he was doing, but instead of doing a toe tap, he did nothing. And, and my goodness, oh. I agree with I agree with Le'Veon Bell. Me and Le'Veon Bell are buddies now, and, and I—he's the reason I did this podcast, by the yeah. way, because <laughs> I was yes. so angry about him. But but Le'Veon Bell r- tweeted, Where, "Where's Tony Totap
1: when you need him?" <laughs> like
0: he's right.
1: Yeah, I I can't. The only thing I could think of in that situation, again, you know, we're sitting here, we're not the helmet on, but he must have thought he had more room than he did. But at any rate, and if that's the case, okay, I'll give you that. But you got to drag the toe. And when you look at that, I think I posted something about that too. I mean, he had a hell of a lot of time and a lot of space to just drag your toe, just drag it, dude, you know? And, and man, I, uh, yeah. So, so it's those things like that, that add up. And I don't know whether it's a mix of, he's disappointed himself. He's just not liking where it's at, but I, we kind of thought about this in the beginning of the, the year with the podcast that it's not going to take long for him to start getting a little pissy if they don't start picking it up. And they, that, that's now happening and I'm not saying we'd call that but it, it's happening and it really needs I don't know what you do I mean if you throw him seven passes next week you know on the on the first quarter are you appeasing him I, I don't know what it is Tallman's never gonna do that I think that's
0: what they're, they're I think that's what they're going to do and I think that's what they need to do forcing the ball get him involved we're basically talking about another not another Antonio Brown craziness but that but Antonio Brown was like that before he got crazy he he basically just wanted the ball he wanted those stats we had that ridiculous five catches 50 yards streak which which just got completely made up just to make him happy
1: yeah because then then it started impacting him his ben ben's relationship and the other receivers relationship and you know a lot of that and some people even attribute it you know, Martavius Bryant's inability to get along with with something like that, who, by the way, tried out for the Cowboys today. You yeah. After yeah. four years, was it four years? He's, yeah. He's back allowed, and I guess for something like that, I just say, you know, uh, good luck to that kid, because he was another it's kid. Was, a lot. Man, if I, he could have just panned out, um, he had all the physical attributes and just, you know, didn't work up here, and, and that's here. what I worry about Pickens. I mean, you're right, Joe. I mean, maybe that's what you need to do. Uh, is, is get him involved early and often in this offense and try to get them back together. And and um, maybe you're saying that you, maybe people could say you and I are suggesting to placate him or baby him, and maybe we're suggesting that. I, I don't know what else to do. yeah um, What else, Whatever, whatever they have been doing or what's going on is not working these last two to three weeks. It,
0: it has to be hard if you're a wide receiver because so much is out of their control. They need the stats, especially someone like Pickens, who is not drafted in the first round right, and who's not making, I don't know what kind of money he's making, but it's not that great. And he's he depending yeah. on, he, yeah, he's on that rookie contract. That's not that great. He needs those stats. He needs those numbers. And it's out of his control. He could do whatever he could do, he could run the greatest route ever. He could be completely wide open. If the wide if the quarterback doesn't see him or throw him the ball or or, or throw it right, he doesn't he doesn't catch it. And that has to be so frustrating that so many things are out of his control. But he gotta yeah. grow up. That's that's you, not you a good look.
1: You do, and I you hope just maybe there's somebody on the team right now kind of trying to take him aside and say, Hey, look, kid, you know, uh here's what we're gonna do. And and that's that's what my hope for. I hope this Sunday, obviously, for the win. But I'd love to see him get back on board with, with Kenny and, and get a good cadence down there. Um, but, you know, I think the other bad thing that did come out of uh, Thursday's loss, uh, losing Holcomb is going to suck. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a big loss to our interior. And The, the injury is gruesome. It, it's one of those ones I, I saw the first time. I don't want to go back and see it again. Um, out for the year and, and just kind of same thing with uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, just unfortunate and that's it. And, uh, boy, he was really coming along. I thought I thought he was one player that started out pretty good but kept getting better each game uh, to the point where, I mean, he was really starting to be a force uh, on that defense, kind of overshadowed by High Smith and, and Watt. Uh, but, yeah, and, and you see how Joey Porter Jr. is coming on. So defensively, um, they were really coming together. And I think they still are, but losing Holcomb hurts. It's going to hurt against the run. It's going to hurt on the interior.
0: He's very underrated. He was having a very good year. All the all the inside linebackers um, are, are 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 light years ahead of what what we've had in, in previous years. Yeah. Um. In an in inside linebacker, so. Um. All I could say is, Quan Alexander, um. Roberts, <laughs> there, there are there, and then Mark Robinson. Okay, step on up, come on down. Let's see what you got. Um. You know he's supposed to be a good run stopper. Let's see how you are in coverage, because now's now's the time to find out.
1: Yeah, no, no kidding. And um, well, you know what? He he had a great tackle uh, on Derrick Henry there in the third quarter. You know, Henry Henry actually broke the block and, and broke out out of the hole and one of those classic like it was going to be a thirty or forty yard gain because he had he picked up Steven, and he planted him. I mean, just classic two arms and playing him and he got up and did a dance and he should have cuz not many guys get Derrick Henry like that on the ground so yeah I, um that tackle alone has gives me some hope going into Sunday yeah
0: yeah and uh Joey Porter Jr. oh my goodness i'm just i'm I'm, just, I'm loving this dude i am loving i'm telling you call him blankets it's all he does he he's he's or sticky or something because he just sticks to the wide. receiver. He's vel- called Velcro or something. Cause he, he sticks to the wide receiver and he, and he, he's I mean, apparently he asked, I want 10. I want Deandre Hopkins. So you say, I want to, I want to take the best guy and, and, and neutralize him. And he did.
1: And he did. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, other than the development of some of the other young players, but yeah, I mean, he looked good. We talked about Broderick Jones earlier. So some of these things that we saw in preseason, I thought, are starting to come to fruition. And you know, that was one of the things that I remember um, you know, the the uh uh the cornerback that uh we we brought in from from the Vikings era, he asked about um, his name is escaping me for some reason. Darius Rush? Um, yeah, no 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 um Patrick Peters Oh oh Patrick you know, Peterson, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Peterson said about Joey Board Jr., this kid's gonna be good. I mean, he's gonna be better than good. And uh took us a little time but yeah he's showing it he's showing it and a lot of a lot of reasons to be optimistic I think watching a couple of those guys play those two in particular. I mean
0: this is this is amazing that you have you know this draft class that we were all saying is very good and so far they are Broderick Jones is finally playing and starting and and everything is looking good there. Joey Porter Jr. is finally starting, looking really good. Keanu Benton's looking really good too. Uh, Donald Washington caught a pass. Hey, um, um, Herbig is 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 contributing too. Yes. So uh, looking very good for the for the for the rookie class, and they're really starting to. That's a uh, that's a big help, and yep. yeah, and and even Levi Wallace had a pretty good game. So you know that I think that's just what they needed. They, they you know. Patrick Peterson is what he is.
1: He's he's old. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's doing what he's doing in there, and and that's what I mean by okay, you're doing that. But I'm hopefully he's one of the guys also pulling, pickings aside, saying, "Hey, look, kid. You know, I saw this, saw that." But and that's what you can hope for. And and um, because I, I think he's if he, if he catches fire like he can. Uh, we talked about last year how him and Pickett over the last seven games of, of the NFL regular season last year, they had the highest QBR wide receiver rating in, in the league over the last seven weeks. That that's not just, you know, a stat that's BS or kind of no. I mean, they were they were tight. They were finding that cadence. I need to find that again. But here's the thing, and again, I'm not trying to say it's not Kenny's fault, but it really isn't. I, you know, I, I think Kenny's out there doing what he's got to do. You you gotta meet him halfway. You you gotta get your head back in the game, you gotta get refocused and so I mean that's another thing. If we get those two firing along with these other guys that are firing right now, they're gonna they're gonna be tough. I, I don't again I don't think any of us can go in the Super Bowl. But do a
0: do a wide receiver screen, do a jet sweep <laughs> or something with with George Pickens. had hey, some
1: sweeps that worked on Thursday. People wow, are-
0: yeah, the <laughs> jet sweep actually even worked. My goodness. Worked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> right. Um, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you know if, if that's if that's how you need to get them involved, so be it.
1: Uh. And I don't mind if they. The, the one of the, the stat that really killed me, floored me over the weekend, uh, and not I guess didn't floor me, but still, uh, that Dolphins Chiefs game uh, on Sunday morning at like eight thirty a.m. For live from Germany. Um, you know, it's I had, none of the Chiefs receivers, none of them have over twenty receptions so far this year, and when you think of what Mahomes does and how he does it. You sit there like, well, really? I mean, I know Kelsey's going to be the number one guy, right? But Sky Morton, none of those guys have anything more than twenty. So I, I don't care if it, I like. Let's get off Pickens for a little bit. I'd like to see Miles ste- Miles can step up a little bit, get him some more plays. Darnell, we talked about. Uh, Allen Robinson could step up a little bit. I know he's spread it
0: around. Yeah, spread
1: it around. If, if Kenny Pickett's out there and we're in a four passes to Robinson, three to Pickens, two to Deontay, five to Muth, whatever it may be and we're winning games then hey i'm not going to complain. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So if if Pickens is going to continue being this way and not getting on the same page with Kenny, then start spreading the ball around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, i i i have a good feeling about this game with the packers. i think it's just not the packers year. I don't know. i think it's still too early to to, to see whether Jordan Love is is a bust or not. i'm guessing he's just
1: he's had some games where he's looked Good but unlike Kenny I mean Kenny I don't think Kenny's had his moments But the overall Kenny still had some Good moments in almost every game except Maybe the 49er game and and the Jacksonville game was quite a struggle but uh, Jordan Love is he looked good In those first three games he's really struggled Since um, just not on the Same page with anybody right now And that's not so, good when you're going against this Defense
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just- I mean if he's playing Like a rookie what Steelers do to rookies. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I mean, it, they had a pick, they had four sacks. They, uh, they did really well on third down efficiency. I mean, hold those guys only three third downs out of 13 tries. Um, we, we could do a podcast uh, episode alone on how well the defense is playing. So, you know, that's just where you wanted that offense to meet them in the middle. And I think you saw a little bit of that Thursday and now we just want that offense to, meet not only meet them in the middle, but let's take it one step further. And I think I, it's kind of close. And, and that might be a thing too, Joe. I mean, it's, it's kind of like something you do in work, right? I've been in sales and marketing for longer than I care to admit on here, but you know, if you ever if you have a good week where you get a couple clients together and you, you make that sale or you make that commitment, you form a partnership, you're feeling really good. So let's uh, two good weeks back to back. That's maybe that's exactly what they need. So Hey, maybe Kenny goes and throws two touchdowns this weekend. Um, oh. Whoa. it'd be great you know and, yeah. and that's that's the encouraging sign you want to see is keep building because we forget maybe we are all a little too hard on this is a young team there's a lot of room for growth kenny's a young kid well youngest could go but you know yeah 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 give them room the growth give them room to grow <laughs>
0: Yeah. He's yeah. Sorry. Sorry. He's not a Hall of Famer already, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I'd rather have someone I'd rather have someone that that's bad at the beginning of the day, game and then awesome at the end than, than the other way around. So, yeah, there there you go. You know, and, yeah. you know, well, even when even, even when, um, you know, they were asking Tomlin about it. And he tries to like he always does deflect and say poo-poo It's like oh well, oh let's only talk about the fourth quarter and he's like he also said it's like yeah we're working on we're working on those first three quarters that have getting get better so they know it.
1: This is a town with, with great fans. I'd put our fan base up against anybody. I really would. I feel like I feel like it's us, Dallas, the Packers, um, you know, we're probably tier A, I think, you know, Browns fans. Uh, as much as we make fun of the Browns, their fans are incredibly loyal and incredibly good, or maybe not B or T, with a lot of uh, Tier B with a lot of it. Like Bill's fans are probably Tier A. Uh, but our fans can be real assholes. Sorry for the language in your podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, Tommy Maddox, right? A, a nice guy, had a great year, and then we start throwing trash on his lawn. I mean, and, and I know those one or two guys that did that don't represent all of us, but, you know, we, we can be hard on them. And and Kenny Pickett's had a lot of sugar thrown his way. Not really sugar, you know what I want to say there, but I'll I'll be good for the kids that may be watching tonight. Uh, But um, he's dealt with it pretty good to this point, and he just keeps on going. So you got to give him kudos to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, they kind of did this with Ben too. They didn't. They didn't unleash Ben when he was a rookie, you know, and they kept winning. But but the you know it's like it, it was it's almost the same thing. It's like don't make mistakes. We have got a great running game. We have got a re- great defense. Just just you know move the ball down the field. And then later on in his career, they unleashed him. So you know t- and to Kenny's credit, he is not throwing interceptions. He is not turning the ball over, which is a huge help.
1: Yeah, I know that's a great point. I mean, he you don't you don't see him out there throwing pick sixes and. You know, I mean, yeah, he's not moving the ball. We, we are putting a lot on our defense because of his of his, and the entire offense, really. It's not just Kenny. Uh, inability to, to, to you know, get down the field and create plays and score. So, but you're right. It's not like he's necessarily costing us games. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. we shall see.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, it, it, that's a fun thing. I, I've actually had the ple- pleasure of going to the last couple Steelers-Packers games. It's always a lot of fun. I think it'll probably be a pretty good sellout or close to a sellout because what Steeler tickets don't, what Steeler yenders don't go, uh, Packers fans and that they'll, they'll be there uh, totally. So it's going to be a fun game. Try two great fan bases. I I, I can't
0: team. I can't say anything about Packers fans as a conflict of interest because I am actually a I actually own the team. I, I own the Packers.
1: Oh boy, that's right. There
0: I have go. I have one 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 share. In Packer stock, so
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, I yeah, and it's the whole reason is just because oh, I'm an NFL owner. I just like yeah. that. Te- technically, I'm not allowed to play fantasy football because you know yeah. I could call I could call Jordan Love up and say, hey, hey, I got the Steelers defense in, uh, in my in my fantasy, so I need you to really throw throw a few interceptions.
1: Thanks a lot, buddy. Hopefully, so. he says no problem. <laughs> no um, problem, boss. You're 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 the owner. I gotta do what you say. <laughs> no problem. I'm gonna throw three or two doozies to you. This Sunday. Um, <laughs> I think
0: that's going to happen anyway, whether I say something or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, then like I, you said, I, then I think it's going to be fun getting in this the next couple of weeks because we got some AFC division games coming up and those are, those are going to be critical. I, I really feel the fact that they've got two wins under the belt. I feel really great about that right now. Um, and, and if we can continue with that pattern uh, it's going to be great
0: at the browns and at the Bengals, oh that's gonna be interesting oh boy oh that's that's the it, thing it's really it, it, it's like a it's like a round robin tournament right now because all these all these teams all these afc north teams are just going to start playing each other and just beating each other up and it's going to be very interesting uh, when we
1: get ready for that browns and steelers game i swear you should throw that spider-man meme up the one where they're pointing at each other because I mean, they're both the same thing. The defensive has been tremendous. Offensive times, you know, kind of here and there. Uh, So, I I mean, you can't convince me that the Browns offense is going to smoke us there. Uh, That's going to be a defensive battle in Cleveland. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know those fans are going to be up for it. They're going to be waiting. They're going to be hostile towards the Steelers. It's going to be good.
0: Oh, oh, it's what – It's 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 what football is all about. It's what sports is all about. Two teams that hate each other in a rivalry game. Oh,
1: November. It's going to be a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. The dog masks will be out there, and Mm -hmm. the milk bones, and you know, hey, yeah. You
0: you know that's their Super Bowl. Like they could go, they could go one in sixteen, but if they beat the Steelers in Cleveland, that's that. Then then they're happy as heck.
1: Yep. Well, let's take care of the Packers first. So should be an interesting follow up next week.
0: Yep yep all right sir i'll uh talk to you next week thank you sir have a good one you too